Sounds comforting sound. We haven't heard that sound it in a long, oh, long time. Not that anybody would tell, know that. Tell me about it. Depending on who you are and when you are. It might be. <sighs> you might just roll right over it. Might. Might happen that way. You just never, never know. It's going to be a good one. I, I got good vibes about this one. Um, yeah. Well, we 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 have some uh, some some juice in reserve. Hopefully, there should be plenty in reserve at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you watched it? You watched the film? Yeah, I watched. That, that was the point of this again yesterday. That's we, what we, we decided to do as a comeback. Yeah, we'd start. We'd go back to to first principles. Get back to first know. principles. Back to our roots. Go back to the roots and then grow from there. But, you know, we got to dip back into the well. The tree cannot got, grow without uh, roots. That's exactly right. And uh, so, yeah, I we did, did a little Lebowski rewatch. Do I take it from your... I don't know. I'm sensing maybe you didn't rewatch it. <laughs> no, I watched it. I watched it this oh. In true dude fashion. Right. I kind of woke up early for me. I mean, I I wake up at various times during the night, so it's always like, when did I really wake up? I don't know. But I was like conscious, mainly conscious, by about 7.39 a.m. And I'm like, I'm laying in bed. I I don't really move too much. I get the remote. I turn mm-hmm. the TV on. I go. I have a Roku. I go to the Roku. I go to Apple TV. I go to the library, and I just hit play on the Big Lebowski. W- without really moving too much. You're saying this is like your normal routine, or this? No, is this just is what, what I did this today. morning. This morning, yeah. Okay. I don't watch it every day. But I, I did watch it on this day, this morning, like just a, a couple of hours ago, really. All right. So it's all fresh. It's all fresh. I watched it last night, and so it's a little stale. Yeah. Yeah. But still, as It'll far okay. as things go, you know, pretty fresh. Pretty fresh. I'm looking around my desk here, so that's why my voice might be going in and out. What are you looking for there? I'm just looking for, I had a piece of paper with one thing written on it. Hold on. <laughs> Classic. I had a piece of paper with one thing written on it. Yes. All right, I found it. I, I mean, you're it. you're using paper and a pen, I would assume. Well, I I've been using that from time to time lately. Or like a crayon, or like a piece it's of a, charcoal well, a, from the fireplace. Pen. It's a red pen. It's not ideal. You're it's already correcting yourself pie. just by writing something down. You're giving yourself notes. Yes, exactly. So you write it down, well, it's I already bad. To get, I wanted to get all my facts straight. Okay. And I thought of a fact right before we started. <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to get this. I want to have a note here to get the facts straight. So I wrote it down. 
All right. Uh, I mean, don't keep me on tenter hooks. Well, okay. Well, we're just going to get right right into it here. Unless you got something else to say. I mean, I guess I, I, I don't really. We might as well just get into it. How, how have you been? Let's get into the about. I've been, I've been great. How about yourself? Pretty good. Busy, but uh, not as busy as, you know, previous. Yeah. Which is good. That does seem good. Why we're able to do this. I can't yes. count the number of times I've canceled on you. Oh, boy. Speak of the devil. Here comes the little dogs nipping at my heels. <clears throat> no, I'm sorry, unknown number. Thank you very much. Thanks, but no thanks. Okay. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. All right. You've been good. I've been good. Both good. Is that enough yeah, small I'm sure talk for you? There's lots of, again, there, there, there's lots, but it's all like compacted in the back of the brain after the whatever it has been. Almost a year, I think, since our last episode. Well, that can't be true, can it? Let me let me take a quick look. No, maybe nine, maybe nine months. Okay, yeah, November. But let's not. Right. You know, August let's, is when uh, we started our previous anniversary apps. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We did pretty good. We got three of those down, and we'll get back to yeah. that rotten business soon enough. I think that's all we really needed. Well, you never know. You never know. But so, okay, all right. Let's just fucking get into the rewatch. Goddamn it! I'll just do it. Do it. I have a bunch in true gutter balls fashion of like details. I thought you just had one note. No, no, no. I have one note on a piece of paper. You have separate notes. The rest notes. are on the phone. But I'll start okay. with the piece oh. of paper note because it's right at the very beginning. Okay. Here is what my note says. This, is the, okay. this isn't the complete like thought. This is just the facts I needed. Okay. Polygram Filmed Entertainment presents a working title production. Uh-huh. I wanted to get those opening titles like at the very beginning. Yeah. It's right after the Universal logo. It's the first thing we see, right? Yes. Because, so I started watching this. So I watched it on Amazon Prime Video. Oh. Hmm. That's where I started watching it because that is where I believe for a majority of gutter balls, I watched this movie. I mean, it was on Netflix when we first started. We started Netflix, then it went off Netflix, right. and then so it came then back I purchased to it. Yeah, me too. I purchased it on Amazon Prime Video. I purchased it on, uh, well, iTunes or whatever, but Apple I'm TV surprised now. I did not purchase it on iTunes. I have no idea why seems I did not weird. do that. Yeah, it seems Yes, because that's what I first did. I went into I, I went into the... Now it's called like Apple TV or whatever on my phone. Right. And I'm like, well, it has to be in here. I just wanted to make sure I had it ready. I was going to watch. I did watch it on the TV, but I was like, it's not in here. I was like, that's weird. Hmm. Could something have happened? Could have been removed? Did I? Is there something about my family sharing? I bought it on. No, it was just. And then I don't know. It just kind of was like, you know. Let me look on Amazon. Maybe I bought it. Then I did. Apparently, I bought it on Amazon because it was an Amazon purchased. That 
seems so strange to me. It's very strange to me as well. It seems <laughs> improbable. But Yeah, inscrutable even. Yes. But apparently, you know, ten ten years is a long time. Lots of things. Yeah. Who knows what I was thinking back then? Lot of ins, lot of outs. Yes. So many strands. I was so much younger then. <laughs> Remember how stupid we were back then? I do. But also, but we had full the of beautiful wonder. gold. We had the beautiful golden stupidity. Yeah. The the blissful ignorance. Yeah. So naive. So but Polygram I, filmed entertainment. That's yeah. Well, here's anything what else. So I, like, well, so here's what happened. I started watching it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Now, question before you up, go any, before you go any further, yes. did it have the updated Universal logo? Like where the Earth actually looks like kind of cool and like kind of realistic. Or did it, did it have I, the 1998 version? Because that's the one that is on Apple TV's version that I bought way back when. I believe it's the updated version. It looks very, well, I'm not sure. It looks very computery and bright colors. I mean, I think you would know, know the difference between the 1998 original one that was on the front of the film reel and like the updated one. The updated one looks like a opening scene from a Marvel movie. And the old one is like, yeah, that's dated. Without having them to compare. Now, you have to remember, I am the man who was gobsmacked by the Homer Simpson. <laughs> I, I'll never forget right? it. So I'm trying. Engrave it on I my am... tombstone. Brad was gobsmacked by <laughs> digital Homer Simpson. Yes. I, I'm trying to remember. Walking by a dumpster in the quote-unquote real world. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I, yes. So, I kept waiting so just for take something. Take it with a like, grain of salt. Yeah, I don't okay, know if okay. it was. Got it. I'd have to like do a side-by-side comparison, but I think it was the updated one. Okay. But, it, but my thinking that is worth practically nothing. I will admit that. Uh-huh. Since uh-huh. I'm the gobsmacked by Homer Simpson's CGI 1994 <laughs> CGI Homer Simpson. I mean, it looked okay. It looked fine. I don't know why. what my issue was, man. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what it was. It looked like a cartoon, but it was also real at the same time. What was that? What the hell was that? I never, what, I don't even know, I didn't even, I don't have a, I don't know how to explain what it is. You just have to see it. And then I did see it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you thought you were going to be with it again. You're like, I'm back, baby. Uh, I don't think it had anything to have been back, but it just, uh, it blew my mind. Gobsmacked is too small a word to be <laughs> too truthful. Too small a word for how I feel about my wife. <laughs> oh, love is just not a strong enough word, Brad. No. Marie's been dead eight years. 
and then he he has one mitten off at the end and he smiles you're not with me on this one are you reference to planes trains and automobiles come on del griffith ah okay you know of course of course of course and he's just sitting in the train station by himself and cold-hearted neil page comes back Mm -hmm. for him and invites him back to his house yeah it's a great moment heartwarming heartwarming truly heartwarming that john hughes he knew how to warm hearts he knew how to light a little fire and warm it up it's not blazing it's just warm well if it blazes too too hot then it starts you know the passion comes in and things you know you get it's like a plan once everything gets too complex or too hot yeah or too hot you know that's when you start getting into like yeah like there's like crimes of passion you know yeah yeah there's transgression there's yeah instability you just want the warmth just warmth not fire not fire you allow some mistakes and some you know some every once in a while there's an ember from the warmth that comes up and like pops up singes a little bit yeah, like maybe. i'm talking about in life now not in a john hughes movie right yeah, i know and you get that little hopeful you know and that's part of the spice of life too and you get that little bit of you know fire burned there but hopefully you don't end up with like yeah full-on burning raging fire no fiery heat no, no fiery heat so, anyway, I started anyway. watching on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> this is such a worthwhile detail to mention, I gotta say. No, so I started watching on Amazon. It, it, it was very pixelated at first. I got a lot of compression artifacts. And I'm like, you know how sometimes when you watch a streaming movie... It's gotta get its act together. 10 seconds, it yeah. says, okay, we, you know, somewhere they universally decided it has to start instantly... So we are, will show them, while it's still buffering and queuing up, like the lowest bit rate imaginable right. for the first five seconds, ten Remember seconds. When, when Twitter did that, it's like instead of waiting for it to buffer, they would show you this like blurred out version of like whatever right. photo or something people would post. Yes. That's like, yes. so you could see something. God forbid, I'm just looking at nothing. God forbid. Right. We will never show like a spinning wheel or a wait for no, it, right. which I would I would love some if there was a setting because I would accept the your movie will start in ten seconds and you will see it from the very beginning in the highest quality. Yes, I would Thank certainly you. accept that. Like, I would, I would accept love it. that. Yes, I would prefer it. I would prefer it too. But again, we're still in the beginning of the movie. Granted, there was the <laughs> Universal logo, whatever. But I'm like, okay, it's kind of pixely. But we want to see that. We're, we're completists. Yeah, exactly. Especially because we've spent so much time talking about this grass movement. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, like, is it moving? It is, like, is it doing what we think it's doing? Is it part of just, like, some weird film transfer, digital scanning? Right. Like, offset, compression? Like, we've talked about that a lot. We don't need these variables being introduced. Let us just I see mean, it. I just got to shell out for the Blu-ray 4K edition, but I don't. Which, yeah, I have that, but I don't have a way to look at it. 
right now. That's true. I don't have a 4K Blu-ray player. I do have... The only Blu-ray player I have right now, I believe, is an uh, old PS3 that's not even hooked up. But it is, like, in on the shelf under the TV. I just got to go back there and, like... You know, take the HDMI off the Apple TV and plug it into the PS3. You're not going to do that, though. But I'm not going to do that. Plus, again, PS3 isn't doing 4K anyway. I have, I, I doubt that my Xbox 360 would play a Blu ray at all. No, doesn't now, play Blu ray at all. I have that a newer correct. Xbox, Xbox One or whatever. Maybe it's two years old. Yeah, that I can't comment on. I know nothing of that because I that's when... I think that would do it. Xbox 360 slash PS3 is when the last time I, like, even thought about video gaming consoles. And that saddens me in a degree. Yeah, but it's also just something I've accepted. You know, I gotta... You got I other stuff? I can't have it all. No, you got My other stuff. My brain can't have all of it. So I, right. uh, that's kind of just blown away like dandelions in the wind a little bit yeah but anyway i don't even have the xbox one because the my daughter you might know her name's jules has uh, it down at college so i don't even it's not even here yeah. anyway so whatever yeah so polygraph uh polygram <laughs> polygraph polygram filmed entertainment, filmed entertainment. presents a working title production and i really noticed the pixelization around those titles but then it continues and i'm like i mean that's a long yeah. time for that film to be pixelated because you go through the whole universal logo right that's got to be 15 seconds right right so you're you're like, like 25 there was a seconds major, in now what i'm gonna call compression artifact because like where it says like a working title production, you know, it's kind of multiple lines. The space between those lines was like completely un unintelligible. It was almost like a blur. Like I couldn't see the grass through the title. That's weird. And oh, but then I was must like, be, okay, uh, you know what? They probably used variable compression rate, variable bit rate compression. Could be. That's what I was thinking. Shit. Why would well, they well, do that? So Come on. I have a, this is, I'm only beginning this odyssey. Okay. okay. <laughs> of this compression. So whatever. So then after I was watching, I was like, am I just not used to like watching a movie from the nineties anymore? And I'm watching on a 65 inch TV. It's just like, yeah, this looks kind of crappy, but maybe this is just what yeah. it looks like. It doesn't look like completely bad. It's not like unwanted. I'm just like, it's a little crappy. The colors are really muddy. And it's just kind of like, eh. Hmm. And then every once in a while, it'd be like, hey, that looked like a, comp that looks like a little weird. You know, like it was like over sharpened a little area or like, uh -huh. again, I don't know what the word is. It's, it's almost like a compression artifact, but it's more like over sharp it's like the the edges of things they, seem yeah like, they edge it out like they put like almost like a <clears throat> maybe a black border around everything for just to like give the impression of sharpness right so i watched the movie up to the point where uh walter is like the chinaman is not the issue here uh-huh and at that point That's i was pretty like far i'm in. not gonna yeah i'm just like i'm not gonna 
like there's 10 something minutes. messed up here. Like the dude's face and his like goatee, like it was just pixels were flying off it. The edge, no. it was just all messed up. Yeah, you can't do that. So, but I did. So, but I did notice because when I first searched, I searched her also, did research. I said, like, where is Big Lebowski scream, streaming? And it said Paramount Plus. Oh, there you go. I, I happen to have Paramount Plus. If you've watched these episodes, listen to the previous, so you can guess why. <laughs> because it is home of the new Star Trek series. Because that is definitely when you were with it. 100%. I'm with it again. Star Trek's back on top, baby, and so is Brad. He's back. <laughs> He's back, baby. So I was like, well, let me switch over to Paramount Plus streaming, see what we got there. Even though this is a universal, I don't understand so how they it's all there. So Paramount Plus recently did a new thing where they said Paramount Plus is also the home of Showtime streaming. Right, I saw that. So you can watch I, Homeland I just, now. Yeah, so even though I just I was just I just want Paramount Plus, they're like, Well, hey, you have all showtime now too. And Same maybe price. United States of Terra. Yeah, I think all that shit is in that there. That was a good one. And that is why Big Lebowski because I guess Showtime is like showing Big Lebowski this month or it's one of the current movies on Showtime. Well, it obviously was because that's I mentioned to you I when I first came home from work and turned on the TV, there it was, Big Lebowski airing right now on Showtime. Wow, and I was like, all right. So yes, that was a pretty big coincidence. I want to minimize that and just walk no, away from that. No, yeah, that's a that's that's not nothing. So, no, no, so we're 22 <laughs> minutes in, and yeah, I still haven't gotten over this initial uh, polygram filmed entertainment part. Yeah, but if pixels line are flying is off of everything, Plus. you know, like a decaying star, like nobody wants to watch that. Right, exactly. Because the film looks good, you know, when it's yeah. displayed correctly. it's It holds up. It looks fucking good. Yeah. When I watched on Paramount Plus slash Showtime, it looked way better. The colors were just... All right, someone's printing something in my office right now. <laughs> some papers. You may, some, hear the, uh, you may hear the printer in the background. My papers, my business papers. Exactly. Just papers. Um, <laughs> so There's always some sort of business going on. <laughs> there is a lot of business that goes on. That's very true. There's almost nonstop business. Nonstop business. Yeah. You know, it's a blessing and a curse. Bottom oh, line that is was it a looked quick better. One. Seems like it was just one page. Yeah. I okay, good. So. It looked good better. One. So maybe Amazon, something's tingling my dingle about maybe Amazon doesn't give a shit too much about the quality of their streams. Could be, or it's just a different source, or it's like, yeah, it's just streaming. It said on the Amazon Big Lebowski, it was labeled as UHD. Right. But sure, what sure. Is, that's that's UHD is in the eye of the beholder. Right. They took yes, the HD and they at just a certain, like scaled it up 200%. Here that's you what go. I mean. It's, it's streamed at a certain this many pixels by this many pixels, but the bit rate is just very inadequate. Yeah. Or, again, they just took the 
1920 by 1080 version, scaled it up and re-exported it. They didn't take right. the like film scan. But it wasn't that it was like even acceptable because if it was in like HD 1920 by 1080, like it still would have looked great. I wouldn't have complained. I wouldn't even have noticed. It was definitely suffering from some bitrate issues, and maybe for some reason Amazon's pipes were clogged and they automatically scale it down. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. maybe it was a temporary thing. I'm not here to besmirch all Amazon movies no, and streaming no, no. on this one experience. No, like, but but I, like their but their new programs, their new like original programming, I think looks like crystal clear. I think it's when they go back and try to like stream older shit. Maybe they're not putting as much effort into that as like they would for like the new season of Jack Ryan or some shit, right. you know. But they're also just getting that from like the whoever owns it, like the yeah. studio, the distributor, and or who knows what but happens again, maybe there too. Like, how does Showtime gets a better copy than Amazon did for whatever so. legal wrangling could happen? And that's a lead in. So this is all leading up to one observation that I have yet to share. Okay, this was the background. This was the setup. This was the Just context story you needed to know to understand this next part. Just almost half an hour's worth of context. Yes. Got it. For the thing that you wrote These, down on a piece of paper in a red pen. The opening titles. I'm circling them. Polygram Filmed Entertainment presents a working title production. Mm -hmm. They were not there in the Showtime version. And in fact, what, what? they did was zoom in super close to like just the bottom of the screen while those titles were on like Are that you like shitting me and so it was like really crazy looking it was like zoom was on crazy pixelated crazy weird unnatural thing for the first few seconds of this movie and then it kind of just like boom like snapped back to normal but they, for whatever reason, crop those titles out. I'm sure it's, it has to do with some kind of legal studio, whatever. I don't know. But that could also explain, yeah, there's two different versions of this out there. Showtime obviously has a different one. Someone else, you know, whatever company did the better scan, like, legally, they can't say this polygram filmed entertainment. Or, I, I don't know. I have no clue. Or they were like, those titles look so horrible in HD because of the way they did it. It just looks blur. Like, I don't know. They're like, we're just going to crop them out instead. I have no idea because those titles did look horrible on the Amazon version. But they only cropped out that one title slate. There was two title slates. It says Polygram Film Entertainment Presents. Mm -hmm. Fades away. Then comes in. Mm -hmm. A working title production goes away. But yes. The whole like, but there's Man other titles in there beyond there. those, beyond those production company credits. That's all that's in this beginning. the The next titles are when the Man and Me starts playing after the the whole. But they're similar, obviously. In, you're in not look a golfer and, and all that and style. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But they didn't do anything about those. No. I think it has more to do with just some kind of There's legal some legal issues. shit going on there, but like something about intellectual property, legal something like maybe you know those companies don't exist anymore. I, I don't know. Well, I think working yeah, titles I just don't, don't exist. But I don't know, maybe not. I, or like but also they, just leave it alone. Who gives a fuck? 
Come on, right. guys. Working title production didn't give their permission for this transfer and, oh, take our name off it. I, I, who knows? So we zoom in like 1,600% to the grass for like five seconds. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's so bonkers, I was shocked man. when I saw that. That's bonkers. I was shocked for two reasons. Because the titles weren't there. And also, I was like, <laughs> I went here to find a higher quality version. And for the first five seconds, I was like, well, this is much lower quality. Much, much worse. But, but then if you, if you wanted to see those herky-jerky blades of grass, now you're goddamn seeing yes. them. <laughs> yeah. So if it, once that was past that, it was like, oh, now it looks, it looks great. No problem. No compression artifacts. Looked great. Beautiful. And this is Paramount Really Plus. enjoyed it visually. The colors were very, very pleasing. All of the colors. The colors in the Amazon were not pleasing. I, that, and I think because I watched that, I really appreciated it more. Through the whole movie, I was like, oh, the, I love these colors. Yeah, now that you say, there's something dingy about Amazon streaming sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. The co- dingy is a way to describe the colors on the Amazon when I watched yeah. when I started on Amazon. Like, like yeah. A little muted, a little dingy. Interesting. Yeah. Um Okay, but so I could go watch that version with the zoomed in blades of grass cropping out the title right now because I have Paramount Plus now and Showtime. All right. I'm, I'll I mean, check you it out. Those, yeah, you could. You could. Well, you know I do because I started watching a certain show recently, which I told you about. You did tell me about it, <clears throat> and that's where that lives, right? But I forgot what show it was. Now I remember you telling me. Shit. Well, I've been hoisted. Right, right, right. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Of course. Okay, I think you got hoisted there for a second. I was hoisted. Jesus. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but then you're, you kind of made me scared of it a little bit, so I haven't gone back. Uh, well, I, I want to say, oh, that's too bad, but yeah, definitely, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know, May, who knows, maybe since we approach these things from such different points of view, you'd have we a do. different opinion, I don't know. But I would say it is kind of universally that is the opinion hmm. of of that. Right. Okay. You can just skip right to season three. You season you need almost no knowledge of the show to watch season three. All right. Maybe I'll just do that then. So yeah, season three is almost like it's like a soft reboot of the series, more or less. Yeah, that's what you said. All right, maybe maybe I'll do that. So that's your red pen note. So that's what, well, what I wanted to know was what those titles said exactly. So I could get that right. So I could quote it correctly. Uh, gotcha. So I went back and watched on Amazon and wrote down those titles. <laughs> before so we started. Weird, man. Yeah. It's like you are at that point, you are kind of fucking with the film, you know, like, yeah, I, I don't know what the other option would be. Put a black bar over the words. That would be worse. Maybe. 
I don't know. I mean, it would probably be worse. Again, it all depends. Like, for the purists, it might be better. But, like, films always go through weird little things. We've talked about this many times. Like, you know, you watch a movie on TV and it's, like, different. Especially back in the day, you know. Oh, yeah. One, it gets, like, cropped, pan and scan, four to three. Right. Sometimes it just contains, for like some random reason, a different take of a certain scene. Yeah, or a totally different they, ending. Yeah, or a totally different ending. Like in Jaws the case 4. Of some movies. Yeah, Star Trek 6. <laughs> it's like, well, you can't have the original version, but here, we'll give you this one. Yeah. Nobody likes seeing Mario Van Peebles go, so uh, we'll give you the one where he lives. Spoiler right. alert. Where it's like, we had to cut out all of this extra sex and gore from the movie, and now it's too short, so right, we're going to add this other scenes in. that we cut out, put it back in right. for TV to make it long enough. Like, that happened a lot, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's so strange. Or it's just random shit. It's like, oh, in this movie, <clears throat> in the in the movie on VHS the guy walks around the corner and in this other you just see the corner and walk around the other one there's an establishing shot of him like walking down the one side of the building then cut and he goes around the corner it's like okay why is that extra three seconds like in why one version and it doesn't important? mean anything like why right. does it does Who it knows? help the story how does editing right. relate to story for god damn it I have a note, if you'd like to hear it. Yes, I think it's your turn to give a note. I've given <laughs> I've given one very long note that doesn't amount to a whole lot, I feel, yeah, but in it terms t- of it meaning. It's a technical the brain. note. It tickles, though. It gives me yeah. a little tickle. I turned the movie on, and I guess the last time I watched something, I had captions on. So I watched the film with captions on. Okay. <laughs> And it's a little bit of a different experience. Um, I could see that. I don't think I got like too much extra information, but there was one little thing that I did see, and it's when uh, Maud starts playing log jamming, and they're watching mm-hmm. it for a little while, right? Okay, and. Yeah. Uh, First of all, Carl Hungus, that just, yeah. I don't know. Carl Hungus, man. <laughs> That's what's so great about There's a Hungus film. among like, us, and it's just like, I'm still, God. I still get tickled and amused by everything. Yes. <laughs> Fucking, but his actual name is Uli Kunkel, and I'm not sure which yes. one's funnier. <laughs> 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 anyway, fuck he shows up, you know, I'm here to fix the cobble, Dinah cobble, you know? Yes. And as he starts to come in, we transition, because it's a close-up of the TV then. We're just kind of watching right. log jamming for a little while. <clears throat> and then it transitions back into now we're in Maud's apartment again, and the dude and Maud are having their dialogue. But as that transition's happening, there's a line that, Carl Hungus says 
that I never really heard, and I don't even know if you can hear it, but it showed up on the captions. Okay. And it says, Helga, bring my tools. No, I don't know that one. Helga, bring my tools. Bring my tools. And it's just printed out right there for you on screen. That's nice. So he wasn't going to have a three. He was going to have a foursome because he's got his own bitch. Then he's got yeah. two bitches in the apartment. <laughs> Helga, bring my... What tools, I wonder? Oh, the were imagination. There, were there some surprises in the in the, in the toolbox? <laughs> I, I, when, when What's you're, this doing in there? <laughs> when you're doing the foursome, you, you, I think you need the tools. You like, need I extra tools. Would, it wouldn't be... It, it, how are you going to do it? Extra tools, at least, are totally not... At, you know, they, they, no one would probably give a you know, second look if there were some tools. Probably not. Point. Probably not. You're going to need them. You know, you never know what you're going to encounter. Good mm -hmm. to have. It's better to have and not need than need and not have, I guess. But anyway, Helga, bring my tools. That was a good one. <clears throat> that is a good catch. I don't know that I've because I feel like I've watched it with subtitles. I feel like when we did the initial minute by minute, I would watch the captioning. Yeah, I I'd think watch you're right. some with and some without. Well, I don't remember that like, again. Different versions, different captioners, yeah, something. Right. Could be different that captions. That was surfaced. Um Yeah, and I did start watching this with captions also, just because I generally have captions mm -hmm. on, on my TV when I watch. Yeah, because it's impossible to hear shit anymore. The way they it's hard to hear. Shit. I can hear most things. Sometimes you miss a line, it's just like, well, I want to know what that line was. Right. Especially if it could be the critical line, you know? But also I just find it so much more relaxing that watch with the subtitles on like I don't know it's just it's just like I guess like a reading comprehension thing like the show just it's so much easier to I'm just more engrossed I know what's happening more it's easier for me to process everything it requires your attention you can't drift off yeah. and check your phone out if you're reading captions and I feel like, you know, at the end of the episode, if you said, well, why did this character do this? I'd be like, oh, well, it was because this person said this and this was the thing or whatever. And it's like, if I watch it with that, I'd be like, why did he do that? It's like, oh, yeah, why did he do that? I don't know. Or it's like, what was the name of the guy with the red hair in the thing we just watched? I'm like, I don't fucking know. But if it's on captions, I'm like, oh, his name was, you know, Uli Kunkel. Of course I know. Like, I read it like 20 times. So, yeah, captioning, I just have decided I prefer captioning. And yes, it is hard to hear. So for all those reasons, but with Lebowski, maybe because I don't know, I didn't find it that hard to hear. Plus, I found myself again. It is always a struggle to be like, well, I want to take it in. The one place where I don't like captioning is comedy sometimes because it fucks up the comedic timing yeah yeah totally yes and with this you know i started i got like maybe 10 minutes in with captioning 15 minutes i was like you know i'm gonna turn the captioning off and i did but also i think in 1998 there wasn't this like war on sound going right. on where everything had to be at 11 all the time yes lebowski doesn't suffer from that current yeah, plague i agree 
I agree. I just looked up the screenplay. It's inward11.com. You can look it up, which is usually the one I look at. And there it is. Helga, bring mine tools. <laughs> tools with a Z. Okay. But uh, Well, now we know he's not talking about... These aren't above-board tools. These are tools with a Z. <laughs> tools with a Z. Special tools. But yeah, never noticed it. So, shit. All this time, and there's still more to glean. All right, here's something else. This one's not. This one's not that big a deal. But when David Huddleston's name appears in the opening credits, yes, I didn't remember. I did notice that. I don't know what you're going to say about it. The one guy's hand comes in front of the blower, and his little fingers get blown on. Just as Huddleston's name comes up. Bunny asks the dude to blow on her digits. Later on, after she applies the nail polish. Okay. I don't think it's even intentional, but it's... uh, No. You know, I just thought it it just stuck out at me. Especially because if it was like, you know, Tara Reid's name showed up. Yeah, that would have been... In fact, they're probably kicking themselves. a little more... Yeah. Something, but yeah. I should have done it that way, but Yes. And then so, also I Yeah, go on. Like I have an annoying habit of just looking at the background actors <laughs> a lot. And is at nine forty one and we are well into like the Walter's speech where he's convincing the dude like the other Jeffrey Lebowski you know he's the one he's yeah. got to go find and confront Walter and the dude and Don, they're so engrossing it's hard to look away and not focus on them because they're just so good but like <laughs> the guys in the back next lane over like they're switching with like one within one or two seconds like we'll go to the dude we'll go back to Walter there's one dude in the seat. We go to the dude for mm-hmm. one second. We go back. There's another dude. He just swaps out, and it's almost like, uh, you know, they press record, turn it off, they move, come back in. Like, it's that quick. But if you're, right. you know, if you're just paying attention to Walter or the dude, you don't notice it. But after I was, like, hyper-focusing on it, it's like, wow. That's, like, pretty obvious once you're looking for it. But, again, doesn't fucking matter doesn't matter At and it's all. probably like that in many many yeah films any kind of one camera production it probably yeah. happens oh, constantly all the time i'm sure in fact coen brothers films are probably the ones where it happens the least right which is why it was a little jarring once i started like trying to ignore the main characters and just look at it i don't remember noticing that the first time i watched through or the 20th time I watched it through or the whatever 200th time however many times it's been when the dude is in front of when he does go confront the titular Big Lebowski and I don't remember if we talked about this does the titular Big Lebowski have little magazine clippings on his desk is he preparing we definitely talked about okay we did talk about that okay yes and it was a very big moment 
Okay. I, I thought, but I was like, man. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay. That I remembered. So here's something about that scene that I wasn't sure that we must have talked about, but uh-huh. like I saw this in that scene, and I and for me, I felt like at first I was like, I feel like I just noticed this for the first time, but I was like, it can't be. Right. It's just my brain is rotten. Like, I just don't remember. Yeah, that's kind of you know? how I felt about the magazine clippings. It's like, there's no way we missed that. But yeah. it kind of Well, this is way more obvious in the magazine clippings because I'd okay. seen the movie so many times before we did the podcast, and I never noticed the magazine clippings, you know? Right, me either. It was only with this deep reading, but this is even more obvious. <laughs> okay. So this could be my Homer Simpson moment part two where you're like, yeah, fuck. No, of course, everyone. But I, I'm just scared to even say it now. I would never I wrote do it that down. to you. I wrote it down. I'm not scared of, of so much of your reaction. <laughs> okay. I'm just putting myself out there on the internet like this. <laughs> right. Well, but, I mean, uh, that ship has sailed. Yes. But the yes, yes. First lady of the nation. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then later the big Lebowski. Yes, yes. You told Brand. He told me. I know what happened. Yes, yes. They're both yes, yesing. It's just another one of these echolalia dialogue things, right there. And of course, Brant would like kind of yeah. He pirates copy his and, yeah. person. He's psychophantic to because he's so yeah obsequious. But I was like, did we talk about that? Did we? I don't we remember. Because I noticed I that this morning too, it. watching it, that there were multiple yes, yeses by different people, and I want to say. Either Walter or the dude was like, yes, yes, before that, or maybe in a scene following it, because they're always repeating oh, things. Yes. Yes. <laughs> there's, so I'll jump ahead here, because there's another repeat, which I know we had to have talked about. I think but I might when I know what you're going to say. <clears throat> uh, which scene are we talking about? Oh, fuck. Can you tell me? Nah. If you think you know. <clears throat> fuck. It's it's okay. Shit, no, the big remember. Lebowski, the but titular Lebowski. It, I can either confirm or disconfirm. He goes, "That's your answer to everything." Yes, fuck it. Of course, right? Mm-hmm. I think we made a lot of hay out of that. Sure, at least I have. Yeah, because I love you know. Yes, yes. But later, Walter. Well, he's always saying "fuck it." No, the dude says, would you just take it easy? This is in the car after he pulled a piece. Would you just right. take it easy? He goes, you know, dude, that's your answer to everything. Oh, shit, no. And I was like, holy shit, what? Yeah. That's your answer to everything. But was that... Is that... That's after the dude's confrontation with the titular Lebowski? Yes. Now I'm getting it all confused. Time no, it definitely wise. is after that. Okay, yeah. it's after that. Interesting. Huh. That is so... Fucking interesting. Because they had to write... It's crazy the, they, that we They're never writing even the know. screenplay, you know? And they know they're repeating shit all the time. Yeah. And we never fucking noticed that, I don't think. I don't I don't remember it and it seems such a big Yeah. Huh. Wow. Well, again, maybe uh 
Shit, I should have been watching with captions. I would, would have caught that. Huh. Usually it's the dude, like, repeating something that he's heard, and then he just incorporates it into his lexicon. Right. Like, that at least makes sense. Right. But there's a lot of repetition that doesn't make any sense. It's just people that were never had scenes together, you know. Saying the same the shit. The same dialogue is used. Like, the dude does it a lot, obviously, you know, and I think of it, you know, his stoned out brain is just like grasping. Yeah, you grasping know? at shit and deploying And he's it. just repeating like the last thing he heard, reusing it. But it happens a lot with, yeah, the character of Walter especially. And now I can't think of some of the other ones. But I they def- like Oh, I gold saw- bricking. There's one. Wait, gold bricking? I know Walter the- says it. The, the chief the of police of, of Malibu is oh like, I don't like God. your gold bricking, whatever. Holy and then, then shit. a little later, Walter's like, what you gold bricking, blah, blah, blah. Right. Oh, wow. And also, I mean, this one is kind of obvious. Well, it, it is the dude doing it, so it doesn't fit that. But, you know, uh, I just wanted it because when it happened, I don't know, the dude what, in that same scene when the dude and Walter bust in on the big Lebowski at the end. Mm-hmm. And the dude is like, where's the fucking money, Lebowski? Right, right, right. <laughs> now, it seems insane. Really that we brings it all together. Would not have mentioned that. What's if that? anybody out there <laughs> knows our podcast better than us, did we mention that in the original episode where we discussed that minute of the film? Well, I think part of our format was we were so focused on each individual minute. Yeah, we, we sometimes at lost the, the yes. forest for the trees. I think you used that phrase in the very first episode we ever recorded. Actually, I think I we did. might be missing the doing forest the, for the trees. Now I'm doing the recreated uh, dialogue repeating. Yep, art imitates life, or vice versa. I'm not sure anymore. So, speaking of forest for the trees. This is a good segue into another observation I had because no, this is right? not a picayune, small idiosyncratic detail. This is a, a big picture about the meaning of this film observation. It's not a titty nope. It's not a titty nope one bit. So, about this is my note mm-hmm. on like the staying power of this film and the rewatchability of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I have a, a, we might have spoken about this concept when we were talking about Seinfeld in some recent episodes, but maybe not. Because Seinfeld is rewatchable. Yeah. Like it has been commented that people just watch it again and again and again. Decades. Mm-hmm. They just watch it. <laughs> Friends, I don't really, I've never really watched Friends, but it's the same with Friends. Like I think Friends is the most streamed show ever. Yeah, makes sense. And new generations discover it, and they just watch it again and again. They're like, okay, we went through all nine seasons. Just start again. Keep going. Have it on the background. Just keep going, going. Yeah. And I read this article where this, like, guy, he had an interesting title. I don't know what it was. It was like he was called, like, uh, The Ministry of Funk. No, it was like mm-hmm. a uh, psychologist, like, like, fan, like audience... He's a flatulist. Random psychology or something like that. Audience but, flatulist. 
Right. I guess I forgot to send that link to you. Oh, never mind. But. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. He, what he said was, you know, there's this feeling, because these shows that you can watch again and again, they have these similar kind of uh, characteristics. And one of them is they're about a friend group. And by watching it, you feel like you're part of the friend group. Like right. you kind sure. of, it engages psychologically. So it's almost like hanging out with your friends. Yeah. And you yeah. want to keep doing it. You Absolutely. know, and that was definitely the case for me watching Seinfeld. Like I think I even, before I read this article, I think I even made that uh, comment to my wife. You may know her. Her name is Christine. I was like, because yep. mm-hmm. she's like, why are you watching? I was like, I don't know. I just like it. It's like hanging out with my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like I want to go have another fun, zany time with Jerry, George, Elaine, Kramer. Like I want, you know, yeah. like that's what it was like. And watching this, I was like, well, you know, Lebowski is like the same way. Walter, the dude, Donnie, totally. It's not the same as like multi-series television, but I was like, yes, it's like I'm hanging out with these guys. Like I like that feeling. It gives me that kind of yeah. You know, and I was like, that could be part of the stew that makes this such an enduring classic and such a rewatchable classic. You know, I think that's definitely a part of it. So, because I found myself just watching Donnie most of the time this morning when I was watching it. I thought about Donnie a lot when I rewatched it too. I was the same way. I was kind of cued into him and really thinking about him. Yeah, what he's feeling. Really really feeling him a lot more too like almost maybe like identifying with him yeah because it's all fun and games because you know i was thinking about like you know dude sitting at the bar in the bowling alley after uh he says he needs his johnson what do you need that for and he's like fuck you fuck the tournament fuck the tournament donnie and walter leave and he's sitting there all forlorn and it's like sure we're watching a movie there's the dude we love the dude great character but if you were gary the bartender the dude would be tiresome to you because you have to deal with his shit all the time we're just seeing the like (laughs) quote-unquote fun moments of the dude right we're not seeing all of the like tedious hours and hours of service that gary has to provide to this lazy ass person who probably doesn't tip him you know he's not it wouldn't be that lovable in real life and walter a thousand percent less likable or like approachable because <laughs> he's pulling his piece right. out on the lanes and shit and he's yes. screaming and yelling and talking about nom and i knew people like this and they were fucking tedious but donnie donnie i could hang out with yeah He's drinking his orange slice. He's In not reality, causing anybody Donnie, any trouble. Yes. He's more, I feel like if I was one of those three, I'd definitely be Donnie. Yeah, me too. Just kind of a normal guy that's just kind of there. Not even sure what the fuck's going on half the time. Right. Like, that's me for sure. Yep, me too. And yeah, that's how I was connecting with it this time. Because, you know, people want to think, yeah, I'm like the dude... I'm just laid back. No, the dude is a crazy fucker. <laughs> Let's face it. He's a piker compared to Walter, but 
that yeah, kind well, of person talked. in real life is tedious. Yeah, and we definitely talked uh, the first time through about how in real life the dude would be gross, like, just insane. Yeah, like so fucking disgusting. Yes, <laughs> like it it couldn't in re- in reality he would just be like yes, like he would have a hard time. Yeah, he wouldn't. I mean, not that he integrates into society in this movie per se, but kind yeah. of, but only in the weirdest, most extreme ways. Yeah. yeah, like getting caught up in fake kidnapping schemes and money handoffs and shit like that. But then, even the dude is like repulsed by Walter's behavior in public. So, but Walter somehow is more. A part of a member of, right? Like polite society than the dude is. Well, I feel like there is some kind of a message there. Well, because he's employed, but why can he be employed? Because of his interest in like violence and (laughs) security and everything, right? Whereas the dude, as some peaceful guy, is shunned, even though they're both kind of like they don't really have their shit together. Yeah, but yeah, because Walter has some money. That's really the difference. Yes, he pays for the And more of an interest. Like, we've talked about this. Like, I want to say in real life, the the real life dude, which I know he's based on a real person, but as this character is here, as this character is here, if if I was to take that character and say, okay, now let's do like the real, not the movie version, the real life version of this guy, he would fucking smell. Yeah, he'd smell bad. Now, I know we see him taking baths in this movie, or at Mm. least a bath. But he'd still fucking smell. He would smell. You know, a vagrant used his car as a toilet. He just gets his in there. Clothes are ripped up. Like, this guy would smell. He doesn't even get out of the car. <laughs> right. Probably just a vagrant slept in it or used it as a toilet and moved on. He's still sitting in there. <laughs> it's not like, well, oh my he, God, and he gets out of the car. He, no. He doesn't have the privilege, though, of like, oh, well, I'm just going to get a car that wasn't a toilet. Like, well. I mean, hose it out or something. If I want to get around. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe he did try to hose it out, clean it up a little. Maybe. You know. I don't know. You know, somewhere along the line, they just didn't depict it. Who knows? But. <sighs> yes. So I had another note. I have a whole bunch of notes. Okay, all right. Whose turn is it to give a note? Oh, it's definitely your turn. It is? Yeah. So this is a this is kind of a weird note, but I just, you know, it was a feeling that I don't remember feeling watching this movie before, like a reaction I had, which was when the dude is talking to the titular Lebowski, their their first scene together, and the titular Lebowski is like, my wife is not the issue here. Mm-hmm. I hope she will live on her allowance, which is ample. (laughs) You know, that whole thing. And it was just like, oh, this is so obviously like a mystery. Like, this is a clue. Like, it's, and I realize this is like based on like a detective kind of milieu, but like, Mm -hmm. it never hit me just how much that is such a telegraphing exposition line. Like, it seemed to me when I watched this time, like, it was almost out of, like, one of those, like, VCR, like, whodunit game, board games you'd have to play or you'd play in the 90s. It's not you'd have to play them. No one made you play them. You know, it was just such a, oh, yes, we're playing with this form of this, like, you know, uh, 
What was the name of the gumshoe? The big sleep? Marlow. Marlow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Philip Marlow. Like we're playing in that thing, in that realm Mm -hmm. right now. Like, Like, I mean, again, it seems obvious and we've done all these episodes about it. It seems weird to just say it now, but it just never hit me. I never had that reaction of just so obviously how much that moment is that. So I thought I'd make a note of it. Yeah, it's couched in his explosive anger, though. So, like, it does kind of slide by because you're just, you're kind of taken aback by the explosion of anger. Mm -hmm. Because he's not like, my wife goes about town, she owes money, and if she can't do, because he just loses his shit. And so we're just like, oh, my God. But, yeah, it's just he's giving us those (laughs) Those clues. And because I think when people watch the movie, especially at this point, they're not their brain. It's almost how your brain is activated, right? Your brain isn't activated like, let's watch this like a detective mystery. Yeah. Can we solve the case? You know, so it, it it's like when your brain is turned on that way, that line hits differently. You're like, oh, yeah, right. I'm looking for the clues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, maybe since I watched that Will Arnett mystery comedy show, it uh, changed the way I look at this. What's the, wait, what's the Will Arnett mystery comedy show? So it's on Is Netflix. that the name it's, of the show, the Will Arnett mystery no. comedy show? It's on Netflix, and it is, so it's like, it's pretty interesting concept. Will Arnett. Wait, is this like? Plays like a detective. Are they like ad-libbing or something? Yes. So he plays like a detective. And then in each episode, he gets like a new person that's going to help him solve the case. That's like a celebrity. So like one episode is Conan O'Brien. One episode is like the girl from Schitt's Creek. I'm trying to think of all the guests. They have some pretty great guests. Hmm. And so this person then goes through the case with one every it's kind of like one of these like almost like, oh, you're being fit. Like they go through these series of kind of ad libbed skits. Right. Right. So it's like, oh, well, first we have to go question, you know, the first suspect. So Will Arnett in character and the other actor in character is this person. And then Conan O'Brien is just like, well, I have no preparation for this. I'm going in cold. What? You know, so has to like ask questions and there's lots of, you know, it's very funny. There's lots of ad lib jokes and everything. But then at the end, the guest star, Conan O'Brien or whoever has to be like, well, I think this person did it. Right. So you have to like in the ad lib jokes, find the clues and stuff. I forgot all about this show. And then at the end, you find out did the, per- did, you know, did the did guest guess right or yeah. wrong <laughs> and why, you know. That's fun. So it's a fun concept. I enjoyed watching it. I'm always on the lookouts for comedies. Yeah, they're tough. That are good. They're kind yeah. of few and far between. They are. They are. I um, have a. Do you? You? You said you had a bunch more. I might have a bunch more. I, it's hard to say how many just by glancing, but yes, I do. All right. Well, keep. I only have one. One more thing. So why don't you keep right. going? <clears throat> I'll go through these. Uh, Next on the list, I have, uh, so, okay, when they're in the, 
when the dude is in the car with Brant and the titular Lebowski, yeah. when they, they they ultimately hand him the toe. Mm-hmm. The plane is crashing to the goddamn mountain. <laughs> that whole scene. Mm-hmm. I was just marveling at the titular Lebowski's outfit this time. Got a blanket, his little on his hat, hat, little hat, his sweater, sweater with mm-hmm. some kind of I don't even know what you call this kind of shirt thing that's going on. Lap blanket. Yeah. But, like, I've been looking. I was like, you know, I need to, like, change up my style. And when I saw that, I was like, you know, I could adopt that style. I took a picture of it on the screen. You know, except I'm for like, the hat. It's not, see, I think the hat's the best part, personally. Well, I'm just the saying, except for the hat. ties it all together. Yes, but except for the hat, it's not too dissimilar from the dude's style. I thought That's of that, too. Point. Like, the sweater... Was very reminiscent of the like the classic dude sweater. Yeah, and I the did tones. Think that also. Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, more. You, you, yeah, you do the hat, of course. I'm not saying don't do the hat. Just, okay. I don't think we see the dude wear a hat. That's all. Uh, another thing here, it, Mod's mannequin she brings home. Yeah. When the dude is there with Knox Harrington, the video artist, waiting for Mod, then Mod shows up. She brings a mannequin in with her. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute. I have that exact same mannequin. Okay. I wasn't. I was like, it's so fucking close if it's not the exact mannequin. And like, you can never get a clear look at the mannequin's face because its head is turned and my mannequin's head is turned. But just from the, what you can see, I'm like, that's the exact same face. That's my mannequin. They I had have faces, go- though? Yeah, this mannequin had a face. Okay. So it was my, and I had to run upstairs and get my ma- one of my mannequins. The mannequin. Yeah, one of. Don't say this. my mannequin. Come on. Right. And I was. I like, know for a fact I, you I, have at least three. And I put it up. I had it there. I was I was pausing the screen. I was like, "Is this the same mannequin?" And unfortunately, it's not the exact mannequin. Once you grab it's very, its breasts, very you were like, "No, no, that ain't it." <laughs> yeah. Now, the breasts are the same. Okay. The curve of the neck is the same. The tilt of the head, it's all the same. Um, well, no. The, 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 the head is tilted, is turned slash tilted slightly more in Mod's mannequin. My mannequin is kind of like if you sit it down, like if you take it from the waist, because it's just like from a waist up type of mannequin with no yeah. arms. Yeah. You know, if I put mine on the table flat, the waist flat, it's kind of tilted to the side. This mannequin's a little more upright. It looks, it's it's pretty much the same mannequin in a slightly different pose. The stomach is a little different. Like, it's, like, the, the this mannequin is slightly more doubled over, for lack of a better word, than, than mine. But it's very close. But I was very excited. I just wanted to make a comment on that. That was part of my experience this time. The mannequin comparison. Good to know. Good to know. That was a little moment of fun for me. I yeah. It's always that. nice to spend some time with your friends. Yes. Uh, when the dude crashes his car, when the he's looking at the guy following him and drops the joint in his lap and he crashes mm-hmm. the car. Yeah. Uh, he there's a sign there. He almost takes it out. There's like a sign on the road and he like swerves toward it then swerves to the right and crashes his car in this. And the sign is for Lunidus Realty. L-U-O space N-I-D-U-S. Lunidus. L-U-O or L-O-U? 
L O U. Sorry, my bad. Uh, okay, L O U. So two words: Lou, first name Lou, second name Nidus. N I D A S. Nidus, realty. Lunatus and I was Ridge. like, okay. Oh, Luna, I never noticed that sign no, or that neither. name. Let me Google Lunitis Realty. Interesting. Which the only thing that really came up was a post on Reddit on the Lebowski subreddit. <laughs> of course. Which says, <laughs> when the dude crashes his car, he almost takes out a sign for Lunitis Realty. In filmmaking, the quote, Lunitis, end quote, is the last shot filmed before the crew breaks for lunch. Get the fuck out of here. Now, I was, so then I was like, well, I searched Lunitis. I searched, like, what do you call the shot before all this stuff? I, I have no idea what this guy's talking about. There seems to be no reference to Lunitis being the last shot or anything to do with anything. I don't know if it's like maybe. A joke I don't get. Is it like a homophone? Like Lunitis? Lunitis? Like, I don't know. Like L-U-N-I-T-O-S? Lunitis? Right. I don't know. Right. I tried all kinds of variations to see what he meant. I've and never heard nothing. that. But maybe it means something. It's such deep lore, it's not even on the internet. Or my Googling just didn't wasn't up to snuff to try to figure that out. Maybe I should ask my buddy... Uh, who's yeah, making your a buddy film over in, uh, in the Mediterranean? You should. Right <laughs> you should just search your uh, Gmail. You might just have it in there already. It might be there. Yeah, it, it might, might be, be mentioned. Lunitis. Lunitis is at <clears throat> noon. Oh, I did have to come clean about that. I don't know if I told you. No. Well, <clears throat> I felt bad because <laughs> the guy. There's a strike, right? Two strikes, actually, right now. Right, yes. So they had to shut down production. And, like, they were scrambling to get everybody out of there and back home. <clears throat> oh, okay. So everything was shut down. <clears throat> and I kept getting these emails, like, here's your ticketing information. This is your flight info. <laughs> Plane leaves on Monday. You know, it's like Friday. Right, okay, I get it. And I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Didn't respond. Another one came in on s Saturday or Sunday, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go. All right. So I had to email back the, like, production coordinator person who was scheduling all of that and just be like, hey, uh, you got to hopefully you have a different way to contact him because <laughs> I ain't him. And I didn't want him to right. miss his fucking flight and be stranded in, you know, the middle of the ocean. Yeah. So, anyway. That's probably a good, that's a good move. I may not get any more of those. But that's yeah. fine. It was fun while it lasted. I didn't, I didn't want that poor bastard being stuck there. So, anyway, there's yeah, the update that on that. A, all right. We can close the book on that one, I yeah, guess. Yeah, close the file on that. It's close the file on that one. I always say close, close the, the book, too. But, yeah, I... Close the file on that one. I mm, guess we can close the file on that one. Yeah. I always said book. It's file. Close the file on that one. Yeah. Close the file. Close the one. file I'm just repeating on it one. so I can get it committed yep. there. You got to commit it. Uh, so, other <laughs> notes. <laughs> yep. 30 to 40 grand for the fancy car was Walter's estimation. 
Yeah. Which it was Corvette. just the notice of like how times have changed in terms of car prices. Granted, right. this movie takes place over 30 years ago, so I guess that's to be expected, but it still was like, and that car, watching us like, that car wasn't like that fancy. It doesn't seem that great. I don't know a lot about cars, Me so either. who knows what I'm talking about, but I'm just like, I remember it being much more of like a sporty, like, I don't know what, like a, Isn't it just a Corvette or something? I don't know if it's even a Corvette. Like yeah, it has new like vet. A, Walter says, new vet. Hardly, dude. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it just—I guess because it's such a dated look. It was 30, probably 40K? some weird. It's not like a classic look of a Corvette or Depending the like, on classic the options. look that's <laughs> emulated now. Yeah, I mean, he did have the uh, tilt-up headlights. He did have that. That is true. That's an option, probably. Yeah, but yeah, it does look dated. It doesn't look. I didn't. I mean, where I come from, that's not a car anyone would self-apply. So, yeah, we covered a lot of these notes, so I really only have a couple more left. All right, hit me. Um, so, you know, a lot has been made about how this movie is, you know, the dude's, like, zen mindset, you know, our good friend Gomio, if he's out there listening, mm. you know, he he himself dabbles more than dabbles in some Buddhism, you know, and he, mm-hmm. and that's part of his, you know, practice in a way. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have uh, Oliver who was on the show mm-hmm. and, you know, founded the religion Dudism. Yeah. There's the book, the Tao of the Dude, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, and, we, and, and we've talked about what, you know, about how that works and how it's like this, uh, you know, oh, even though the dude does get frustrated and kind of flies off the handle, like he can go back to being, yeah. You know, he snaps back really quickly, right? It's like that whole idea of like the stream or the the pond, like placid. You throw a rock, and yeah, there's ripples, and then it just goes back to being placid. But I th- I have another take on it. Watching it this time, in a way, uh, because the what happens in this movie really is a constant reversal of fortune, right? The dude receives some news and it's like, oh, this sucks. It's bad. Then he receives the next piece of news. He's like, no, this is great for me. This is amazing. Then he receives the next piece. He's like, oh my God, what the fuck am I going to do? Then he receives the next piece. He's like, oh, it's good. You know, it's this right. kind of like constant yeah. reversal happening right? throughout right. the entire movie from beginning to end with him. And it just made me think of kind of like this, uh, you know, kind of like Zen parable about a guy who, and maybe it's a Taoist parable, Zen. I mean, are we going to split hairs here? I don't know. But you won't find you know, me splitting hairs. About a guy, you know, it, it's this whole idea of like this, this reversal of fortune in essence. Like, you know, there's a guy, he's a farmer, you know, this is like, you know, olden times in China or something. And, you know, his like, his horse runs away and everyone's this parable like, oh, sounds you're... very familiar to me. Yeah. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, Oh, your horse ran away. Sucks. This is the worst day ever. Sucks. Worst thing. Well, he doesn't right. say that. that's what everyone right. tells him. Oh, this right. sucks. It's yeah, horrible. Your horse ran. He's like, you. well, right. I don't know who's to say what's good or what's bad. Right. Right. Then right. the horse comes back, but brings like another horse, like a, 
a mare with it that it found out in the world. Now, now he has he's two got horses. two horses, and everybody's like, holy shit, this is the best. Congratulations. Exactly. It's like, well, and he, you know, maybe it's yeah. not. And then, you know, his son falls off the roof and, like, breaks his leg, and everyone's like, oh, I'm so sorry about your son. It's horrible. It's horrible. And he's like, well, who's to say what's good or what's bad? Then, like in Mulan or whatever, the the warlord, the general comes in and is like, oh, we need every able-bodied young man to go join the war and fight. Right. But the guy's leg is broken. He can't go. And everyone's like, oh, you're so lucky. Your son broke his leg. He didn't have to go. And he's like, well, who's to say, right? And so it just right. made me, I, that parable came to mind watching this because that was kind of what played out through this entire movie. You know, oh, this is bad. Oh, wait a minute. It's actually really good. But no, it's really bad. But no, it's, you know, that kind of reversal kind of happened just continuously. Yeah. But so it's another dude, way it kind of relates to philosophy. But the dude wasn't handling it quite as zen-like as the guy in that parable, though, because he That's would get true. worked up about it initially. Yeah. Right. But he, but he it's just maybe wouldn't stew a, with it. Well, I mean, he did get worked up, but maybe he was. The movie is teaching that parable, even if the dude doesn't quite clue into it, maybe. But, but he, it, like, okay. They go confront little Larry Sellers, right? And mm -hmm. what ends up happening? You know, it doesn't work out. Walter fucks up the guy's vet. And then he comes out and gives the second to last, the penultimate <laughs> beat down of the dude's car, you know? Yeah. But then we see him ostensibly later that evening and Walter has called him on the phone and the dude's hammering the collared nails into the floor so people don't come into his home anymore and he's like no walter it's okay <laughs> it's like i'm not right. even talking about that like he's over it for the most part <laughs> but then he even within that little conversation where it's like the dude uh, has every right to be super fucking pissed at walter for just fucking his yeah. shit up over and over again but he's like it's okay man <laughs> he's like well that's your perception right that's your perception <laughs> No, it did not look like Larry was about to break. <laughs> then he, I don't know what he says when he's like, yeah, I don't know, just fucking leave me alone or whatever. He's like, yeah, I'll be at practice tomorrow. <laughs> right. So yes. even then within that moment, within the moment, he gets pissed, but then he's like over it. Uh, I don't know. That was another little moment that stuck out to me. Just and he's hammering the nails in. He's got the wrong. Why would this even have those collared nails? Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh God. What? So, any anything else? Was that the last one? Um. I think. Well, just this. I didn't have this written down. But something you said when you said. Uh, He's about to crack. I didn't look like he was about to crack. Right. That's another repeated dialogue. Yeah, right. Because I think He's later cracking. someone else is going to crack. What's that? Well, they, yeah, Walter says it about the Jesus. He's cracking. Right. He's cracking. Yes. <laughs> okay. So Walter said it both times. So maybe it doesn't quite count. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still repeated I knew dialogue. there was a double cracking in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> you got to um, love the double cracking. I think that's pretty much all my notes. Uh, I will just say that watching it again, it was such a great film. 
even after so many times seeing it. Although I have not watched it in several years at least. And so that was it was good to revisit. Yeah. Um, you know, and I have to say, watching it also, all the memories I have, all the conversations we've had and like fun times, few beers, few burgers, few laughs we've had on this podcast talking about this in detail, watching it again. It was like reliving a whole 10 years of our friendship. I know. All over in these two hours. And it was just a great fucking experience. So, God, almost 11 uh, now. Yeah. Yes. Not, not, we've been friends for much longer than that. Well, yeah, but, but yeah. in terms of this period of our friendship, sure. yes. And it was, uh, yeah, it was spectacular. Such a special thing. And it made me want to spend some time in LA. I was digging on the LA vibes in this movie for some reason this time. I was, like, I was like, I want to. Kind of going back and forth on that. It's interesting that you said that. We were in L.A. last year, and I kind of enjoyed it. But then when the dude picks up Walter outside of his uh, security shop and he gets in with his Uzi and the ringer, I could also, you know, I could see that seedy part of L.A. Sure. Which. Yeah, there's a seedy part, I'm sure. Yeah, I guess there's, yeah. Well, that's true of like most cities. places. Yeah. I got uh, one last thing before yes. we go. <clears throat> yeah, wrap it up here. All right. This is a segment I like to call <laughs> Things Brad Typed at Me. Oh, boy. And it's from All so right. long ago that like it should just be fun for the whole family. Yeah, I've, I can't wait to hear what this is. I have oh. no idea. All right, so we start off with uh, <clears throat> Brope. Rope? B-R-O-A-P. Oh, Brope. Okay. <laughs> that does sound like something I'd say. It does. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty up. amused just hearing it read back at me. It's me a too. pretty good joke. Phony Maloney Baloney. Okay. Next. Okay. That's all it takes to entertain me right now. It is that simple. And I'm not sure if that's referring to phony Maloney Baloney. It anyway, probably was. Probably. Next but. up. Maybe there is no difference, which is why I am like a child lost in the woods when trying to be a witch moozer. <laughs> okay. Forcing my in-laws to ring in the new year with Captain Beefheart. <laughs> yes. Well, sure, that's just how you yes. do it. It's that kind of heartfelt communication that keeps me coming back for more. I 100% was just strutting on my tippy toes listening to that track. I don't doubt it, that I was, whatever track it was. Whatever, I vaguely remember it, but I don't remember what track it was, but it made you strut on your tippy toes listening to it. But <laughs> <laughs> just the image of it, I think, is It is wild. great, yeah. Do, I haven't strutted on do, my do, tippy do. toes in a long time. It might be time. It might be. It is uh, party night, so I say go for it. You had a lot more content than I was really expecting from you, and maybe that's a me I, problem. 
I have to say I did not expect to have so much on my on my list. But uh I found myself just getting caught up in the film a little bit and not making too many notes. Yeah. It's pretty glorious just you know, kind of yeah. wake up and just watch the Big Lebowski. <laughs> Don't bed. think about it. Nope. Don't wait for it. Don't just plan let it on it. Let it happen. All right. Well, it's it, it's great being back on the mic here in the saddle. It is. It is. Let's do it again real soon. Yeah, real soon. Maybe even like a week or so. Let's try that. Hopefully. Yeah. We're going to try it. Sounds good. Thank you.